0: All
1: right, welcome back to the Messed Up Mustard Bottle Podcast. I'm still here with my friend.
0: I'm Nate with the Cactus Hugs Podcast.
1: And uh, we have gotten down to the first chapter of John. Uh, We wanted to give you a little bit of backstory on John before we um, dove right into uh, the chapter of John. And there's a lot in John, so it might take us, you know, a couple of weeks to get through it. Because we're going to take it section by section. We only have so much time per episode. So uh, bear with us. Uh, have some patience. and We pray that you learn uh, a lot from the Bible study. And if there's something that we can learn, uh, I would say uh, put that on the live stream and let us know.
0: So we're on Wild Man John, huh? Wild Locust, Man Locust, honey-eating, uh... Property crossing John <laughs> Hey man, that's my property. Yeah, okay. So uh
1: in the beginning of John, uh it it speaks some pretty even the very first uh verse is pretty powerful and what it says is
0: Actually I read this verse and uh this is this is actually one of my this puts it everything into perspective.
1: Uh yeah who, who
0: I mean, this is the simplest way to say who God is, and and where he, where he comes from, where he stands.
1: Right, um, and and that's why the very first verse is. Uh, it's very powerful. And what it says is. There's
0: like four people watching us now, I'm like, dude, you just missed all the content.
1: <laughs> well, if they're watching now, they can go back. But uh, all right. Uh, John 1 one says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was
0: God. Joe, who's the word? The word is God. It's not the bird? Nope. I thought the bird was the word.
1: So in the beginning uh, was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Now, the reason that that is so powerful, right, is because in Genesis 1, 1, it says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So what you need to understand about the very first verse, when we get to 14, it'll really drive home how how powerful, how impactful that is. Um, It says in verse 2, he was was in the beginning with God. Verse 3 says, uh, all things were made through him, And without him, nothing was made that was made. Okay, so it means that in the beginning, God made everything. The Word was God. The Word was with God. Right? Right. And Jesus
0: was the Word.
1: Jesus was the Word. Now, uh, in him was life, and the life was was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness
0: could not comprehend it. And, and and right there when it, when number one it says I'm sorry we're going back, uh, but well, in the beginning was the word was Jesus, the word. and the word Jesus was with God, and the word was God. This Jesus is God. Uh, yes. Um, but they're also separate. That's the mystery of the Trinity. They're uh, they're uh, the same, and then they're 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 individual.
1: Uh, the Trinity is uh, it's easily explained with the right words. Okay. So it's one God. Okay. Three manifestations.
0: Okay, but uh, here here's the other thing. He was he was not created. God. Was all, not. all all creation um comes from God and God. You know the word, like it said. Let me just replace word with Jesus. In the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God.
1: Now, here's right. the thing about um, in the beginning there was nothing. And um, it would defy the laws of, of our natural world for nothing, to come, for, for something to come from nothing. Nothing comes from Nothing. So in the beginning there was nothing, just God. God, was, He spoke the world into existence. All right, and and that's for a, 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 another topic because there's no there's no scientist, there's no philosopher anywhere that can convince uh, anyone with an able brain that nothing comes from nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no. mean, I mean, this is what the Bible says okay now you can you can disagree with that that's fine but you can't say that the bible doesn't say that i mean this this it i mean it's it's right here no folks you can know.
1: disagree with it if they want to yeah. um, but they're going to have to give an alternate explanation to how the world came here with such a fine-tuned existence mm-hmm. and um I'm not saying that they have to tell me that because I don't, I don't care. Um, God created everything. I believe in creationism. That's it. Now, if you go uh, to 1 5 there and it says, In the light shines, it says, And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness could not comprehend it. The easiest way for me to explain what that means, right, is when you walk into a dark room and you turn on the light, what happens to the darkness?
0: It's, it's gone.
1: It, it dissipates instantly, right? Uh, so, and that's what it means by the darkness could not comprehend it. When you have something that shines so brightly, the darkness has to flee. It has no choice, you know. Uh, and and the light that shines inside of you is the light of Jesus Christ. And if the light of Jesus Christ shines inside of you, darkness can't stand where you are. It can't comprehend who you are. It has no power to fight you, only the power that you give it. And, and like I said, in, in the in the very first couple of verses of John, it's very powerful, very impactful. If you study it out, search it out, really get into some deep meditation about it. because And and evil is just like that light switch. If you know who you are in Christ, you know the power in which you wield, when you turn that light on, darkness has no choice but to flee. Yep. Now, in in 6, as we go on, uh, it says, there was a man sent from God, whose name was John. So this is John the Baptist, the wild man that was uh, eating locusts and honey.
0: Uh, Delicious.
1: This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that through him might believe. Now that light he's talking about is Jesus. Okay? Uh, He was not the light, but he bare witness of that light. And that was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. So now, he's talking about bearing witness. All he was supposed to do was pave the way for Jesus Christ. Let folks know the Messiah is on his way, right? And and the interesting parts that are in there, it says, that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. Now, you know that the Bible says that every man is born with a measure of faith. Okay. Okay, that measure of faith came from who? Jesus. Right, it came from it came from Jesus, came from God, right? Because yeah. God the very first human breathed his life into Adam, the very first human. Okay. So every man after that's born with that same measure of faith. And what happens is we go through life chasing after, thirsting after, wanting after something. And yeah. if we're not guided by our parents about where to find that we can fill that void with a lot of things. We can fill it with ed- education, worldly wisdom, we can fill it with philosophy and science, but we'll always thirst for something. We'll never be satisfied,
0: I, right? I, I remember I was listening to when uh, Jesus was talking about uh, talking to the woman at the well, and he said, "Yeah, uh, if you drink the water from this well, you will thirst again. Yes. But if you drink the water that I give you, you will never thirst."
1: Exactly that. Here's here's what happens: we fill that void, right, with philosophy. We fill it with science. Uh, We fill it with worldly knowledge. We fill it with drugs, alcohol, sex. We chase after so many things. When that measure of faith, that light given to every man that's born into this world, if we would feed that, then we would no longer thirst, want, yearn, or chase because we'd have the thing that we're missing. The fact of the matter is that we live in a fallen world, and we're a broken, broken, uh, precious thing of God's. Now, God can put us back together. That's not, that's not an issue. You know. And the fallen world, it, it can be corrected. But we have to do what we're, we're supposed to do is go out into the world and preach to every living thing, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But if we're, if we're only chasing after that light, darkness will have to flee, and you will not fill that void with, with sex or drugs or alcohol or science or philosophy. I'm not saying science is wrong. But when you make science your religion, uh, catch that. When you make science your religion, you have turned something that is an idol into your way of life. When God gave you the basic instructions before leaving Earth, that's the Bible.
0: Yeah, there there will be nothing in this world. In this world, that will satisfy. I, it, ju- it just won't. Not even... Um, uh, I would even go so far as to say your friendship or your family and here's why, because they will let you down, they they you know, they'll hurt you and stuff like that. And, and, and that's normal. That's normal, absolutely normal. I've let my wife down numerous times. You can you can go ask her. Um, <laughs> and and they well, they we're also human. Yeah, and they and then as well as they also pass away.
1: and here's here's and, the thing.
0: But there's one thing that will satisfy and will always satisfy forever and ever, and that's uh, Jesus Christ and the word and then and, and when and what we're why would you try to build on something that will be destroyed, decay, will cease to exist uh, exist for example um, oh let's say uh, people that build kingdoms. All right. Take Babylon for example. They built a king kingdom, or or uh, Rome, or, ancient yeah, Greece, Rome, um, all them. Yeah, they're they're great. They they were massive. They they ruled the world, right? Nineteen forty two Germany. But they're gone. They're gone. And,
1: and here's the thing about you know? your family and your friends. There's nothing in this book. Nothing in your life that's not in this book. Nothing. There's nothing in your life that's not in this book. Your friends and family, it says that a prophet won't be accepted. In his own hometown, Jesus Christ wasn't. Jesus of Nazareth, the man that sacrificed himself for you so that you could be free, wasn't accepted by his own people.
0: Yep. So, could anything good come from Nazareth? Exactly.
1: Now, if that can happen to Jesus, why would it not happen to you?
0: Because I'm special.
1: I I, I have been chasing... After the Lord, uh, for quite a long time now, and I've, I've let God smooth out the impurities of my life. I've become a, a hundred percent better man than
0: I was. Didn't Didn't even Jesus say it was like uh, they will hate you because the world hated me or something like that? I'm butchering it, but
1: but the premise is the same. They They said, okay. So to sum it up, they said that they'll hate you because they've hated me, and they'll turn on you the way they turned on me. You know, and I've been chasing after God for a while now. 100% better man than I was, and I'm I'm trying to be 100% better than I am right now. And yet, I have family members and I got friends who they won't come to church. They won't listen to me when I when I when I witness to them or or preach to them, but when they need prayer, when they need prayer, that's when they call you. You know, because they don't want to listen to you. They don't want to change their life. There's something in their life that doesn't line up with the Bible so they can't follow Jesus. You know? so, but when they're in dire straits, they're like, hey, will you come pray for me? And as much as I know what they believe and I know what their heart is, I still go pray for them.
0: Yeah, and, and, and prayer is good, and, and we'll always pray for them, but what's the problem? Are we fixing the problem? Because prayer is, prayer is one of the strongest tools that we have. It really is, but if you're not fixing the problem you know of uh, you know it's just gonna keep coming back up, and we're just we're we're gonna continue to pray and pray and pray and pray, and we're not even getting anywhere because we're not fixing the problem, we're not addressing the problem, which is uh, okay, maybe I should change something in my life,
1: well, that's when you gotta go to James chapter one, where it says. Count it all joy the trials that you go through, but let patience have its perfect work, so you may be perfect lacking nothing. And he who lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Lord who gives it all liberally, but let him ask boldly without doubting, for he who doubts is like a wind whipped wave driven and tossed by the sea. Let him expect that he will receive nothing from the Lord.
0: So, you talk way too fast. What what does that mean?
1: Okay, so it, it says, Count it all joy the trials that you go through. I would say... Going and preaching to my family, trying to witness them, trying to bring them to, the Lord is a trial in my life. Okay. And um, James says, count it all joy the trials that you go through, Mm -hmm. but let patience have its perfect work, so that ye may be perfect, lacking nothing. And he who lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Lord, who gives it all liberally, But let him ask with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wind-whipped wave driven and tossed by the sea, double-minded and unstable in all his ways. Let him expect that he will receive nothing from the Lord. Okay. So when I go to the Lord and I pray for my family, I expect the Lord to tug at their heartstrings, give them revelation of who he is. And whether they accept it or not, doesn't matter I know prayer works and I know God did his job I know that because he told me he would and he can't lie and where two or three agree upon anything upon any one thing it shall be done on earth as it is in heaven so if I'm sitting back praying I know God's giving it everything he's got to knock on the door of their heart but that's that's all that I can do for them is pray I'll go to their house. I'll pray for them at their house. I pray for them at my house every day.
0: You can't can't force anyone into this.
1: The fervent prayer of a man availeth much. You know what fervent means? It means consistent. consistent, Yeah, Yeah, it means consistent. So I consistently pray for my family. I can't force them to church. I can't force them to believe in God. Uh, I can't force them to make Jesus Lord and Master of life. But... I can fervently pray for them.
0: So let's go ahead and Let's go ahead and continue.
1: So in 10 it says he was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him.
0: <clears throat> so a little
1: explanation of that is that he made the world, he made everyone in the world. It was made through him and without him it wasn't made. And you know that up here. Uh, if you if you go up a couple of verses, you can read it in there. Okay. And the world did not know him. Men did not know the Messiah that's been prophesied for hundreds of years. I find that to be amazing, and I also find that to be a warning to me, because the Bible says to entertain strangers for angels walk among us. Right? How do you know which one's the angel? These people didn't even know who Jesus was.
0: Well, I know you're not.
1: Like, yeah, well, there's me. But <laughs> <laughs> these people didn't even know Jesus. Yeah. So you got to be very vigilant.
0: It's kind of funny because even the, the the Greeks, before they believed that the gods actually, actually everyone, like Native Americans, Indians, like from India and, and um, uh, Buddhists, uh, they all believe you should treat strangers with respect because you don't know if they're godly
1: and here and, and yeah, like, that's the thing it, it
0: was almost like that worldwide view that's kind of
1: what if what and and there's there's a we can get into that one day too. We should have a whole episode on that
0: we don't have enough time there, Joe, but
1: keep you know, rolling it, you must be vigilant because you don't know. And if you're always acting in a godly manner and God smiles down on you, he'll send that angel your way, and when he sends that angel your way, you'll be blessed in abundance for it. You know. But
0: that would kinda <laughs> be terrible. Yeah, so I got I went to visit Joe God and he just he just did not offer me a sprite or a hot cocoa or nothing. Right? I was I was asking for oh, di- really?
1: <laughs> I was asking for directions <laughs> and he gave me the wrong ones of purpose. Oh well,
0: yeah. really? really oh okay don't worry i'll take care of that <laughs> so, so i
1: mean if you're always living the way god asked you to live then you can't make that mistake you know so be be vigilant so in uh 11 it says he came to his own and his own did not receive him and he's talking about men uh, and and specifically uh jewish the jewish people these guys had the prophets the prophecy you see what i mean so but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God. To those who believed in his name, the children of God.
0: Just because he believed him.
1: And just just to those who believed in his name became the children of God. you know what that means? No. It means I'm a child of God, man. How exciting. How perfectly exciting is it for you to be the child of God? The, the the one that hung the earth in the, in its perfect position on the right axis that spins in the right the 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 right rotation that has just enough water and the right molecules for oxygen I mean just down to the minute detail created this planet for you to live on and you're His child how amazing is it? I don't know how you can't get excited I'm about to blow the roof off this whole place it's
0: like that's uh, that's it's not just a friend of God; it's actually a deeper relationship with God. Not just like, "eh, hey, this is my buddy God." Absolutely. No, this is my father God. That's right. That's my
1: father. You know, and and I,
0: that, you know what that means? That means I get, I get to jump on his back all the time when he's trying to rest.
1: <laughs> that means that I am absolutely, I absolutely have access to everything he has.
0: I mean that's I I I think that's, gonna be. Is this the a, last episode? I I think we could make another episode if you like, Joe. What do you want? i oh, well. well what, what do you want from you me? You have to work tonight. Yeah, so. Oh, well, we can. We what can time make... is it right now? Eight eleven. It's not that big of a deal. Okay, so we we'll don't make... need to work. I don't need a job. <laughs> what time do you got to go in? You get me fired. I I have to leave this house at ten p.m.
1: All right, well, let's make one more, and then uh, we'll call it a night.
0: Okay, and we'll be right back.